Listeners be advised, the Holiloquy podcast discuss matters related to the human experience and many that are sexual in nature. Due to this, some conversations may surround triggering topics such as sexual violence, self-harm, abuse, and much more. Please be advised, a list of crisis and psychological resources will be available in the show notes of this episode. With that said, let's get started with the show. Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention please as we go through the following safety instructions. In the event that there is a loss of cabin pressure, oxygen mask will drop from Place the mask over your nose and mouth. Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome to the Holiloquy Podcast, where we step out and speak on sexuality. This is your favorite host, Vernon T. Scott, also known as Slater Jackson. And for you freaky motherfuckers out there, Sebastian's Adams. And for the purposes of this episode, Bob the motherfucking builder, bitch, because might as well, might as well put on my little fucking yellow hat and look delicious and look good and look cute. You see these dreads, you see these glasses. By the way, these are my new glasses. I got these today. Mm. They look the exact same as the old ones, so it's okay if you didn't notice. Um, <laughs> I have a, a trope, I guess. But today, if you don't have your power tools, if you don't have your vibrators, and you don't have everything that you need to build a sex room, well, get the fuck ready, because that's what we're building today. So if you have not seen the Netflix show, How to Build a Sex Room, well, make sure you watch it, because that's what we'll be talking about and in going into details about our own personal things that we want to see in our own. <laughs> but anyways, the wonderful people that I have with me today to have this conversation. Oh, I just realized this is the seventh episode of November. I forgot to mention that for you all, but here we are. But with me today, I have Wesley as well as Nicole. How are y'all doing today? Good, good. I can't wait for this one. This is gonna be a fun one. (laughs) Yeah. now that we got our hard hats on and we're about to build a sex room, I'm sure everybody on here have seen the uh, the TV show. If you haven't, it's okay. Y'all can still be a part of this conversation. What's up? Everybody saying yes? Okay, mm-hmm. cool. So, first off, what were your thoughts on the show to begin with? Um, For me, you know, I actually was um, pleasantly surprised like about how well-rounded it was. Um, I think when you hear sex room, everybody's got, unless you've been to one, of course, like everybody's got their own preconceived notion of what a sex room is. Um, Much like when people think about BDSM, they think of, you know, whips and chains and leather and, you know, dark corners and flashing, you know, the, the neon lights that are about to go out and stuff like that. So I like that it didn't just focus on one type of couple. Um, or one type of sex room. I like that she was able to sit down with every, you know, with all of the people that she was uh, building a room with and ask the right kind of questions and really pay attention to what their wants were as well as what their needs were, even if they didn't say what they were. Um, and then of course, being able to see how the room is built and really see like what a sex room, like uh, that a sex room can be whatever you 
need it to be and not just one type of thing, whether it's like a room for you and multiple partners or, you know, a room for you and, and your partner and it's a sex dungeon or something that's spotlight so that you can really relax so that you can get into that sexual mood or sensual mood I'm sorry to have sex to make love or to just fuck so you can create a space to be just that so I really like it I had mixed feelings um I when I first heard about it I was like this is this feels tropey and this feels kind of I don't know if this is the right word, but tokenizing, you know, to kinksters. Like, we're going to use this. So, oh, look at this new cool little thing that we're doing all edgy and stuff. Um, but when I watched it, first of all, I would love her as my grandmother. Because <laughs> she is fucking amazing. She is amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah but I thought, it, I thought it was good. The, my my only my only critique and, and now I'm saying this have I've never I haven't actually watched the full the full season you know I've watched about half of it but up and up until where I got to everything the sex rooms all focused around or the the the, the kink rooms I, I kind of like to call them all focused around sex but kink isn't always about sex kink you know a lot of times it has nothing to do with sex and I think they missed a whole section of how to build these sex rooms around kink that doesn't actually involve having sex. You know, I think I think a whole, I think a good, a good smattering of kinksters were not represented for that reason. Um, but for what she did, she, I mean, she was fantastic. She, the rooms were amazing. And like you said, Nicole, she, I mean, she did cater them to the group each time. And it was, it was perfect for them i just I, I just wish they as a kingster myself i just wish they would they went a little further mm-hmm. and i'm hoping you know to your point though i i hope that they do make this another season because i think hopefully it was well received enough um mm-hmm. and also think that you should watch the rest of the season too <laughs> um just because there are some other couples in there that you know they again like there was some things because i don't want to give too much away for either you or anyone who hasn't seen it yet um, because there were people, there were couples in there that you were just like, oh, I, you know, of course, judging a book by its cover initially, like, mm, I wouldn't think that you would have a sex room. But then when you, when she asks all, all those questions, like, okay, what, how do you feel when I pull out this, <laughs> you know, or, you know, what do you, what do you need? Or what are some things that you are thinking about doing, like, don't like, blah, blah, blah. So, and of course, having uh, someone who, um, is a poly couple i thought that was actually really cool too you know to be able to talk to every single person in that couple in that relationship and say what do you like what do you need what you know what is your kink what is the thing that turns you on and be able to bring an element of each of those things into this one combined space so that everybody has something it's not just like well i mean this room is cool and we have fun when we're in here but you know it'd be great if i had x you know, so she was able to bring that in for everybody into that space so everyone felt um, provided for and that they can tap into that. They can go into that space when they get to when they're all in that room together. So I, th- I think that was one thing that I really like. But again, to your point, like, I hope they do do another season where they do have um, where they are able to tap into other kingsters so that they can that we can really see like there. This is a really, really broad area. 
and to kind of go off of what you were saying, um, I loved the interviews because, mm-hmm. like, one of the things that I always talk about, either in, with clients or when I speak, I, I, I push, and, and I, everyone should, I, I push negotiation and consent all the time because those are the two most important parts of, I would say, any relationship, regardless kinky or not, but definitely in the kink world. And her her little interviews with them when she's like, oh, what do you think? What do you feel when I show you when I show you this? Or what do you think of this? Felt very negotiating, like she was learning their limits and their boundaries and what their their likes and their dislikes. And it's and I think as somebody who's not part of that world, part of the kink world, could learn a lot from that. In the sense of saying like, this is how you talk to people. Say, hey, I like this. How do you feel about this? Okay, well, how about this? Why do we do this? You know, to me, that that part of it was amazing. Yeah, being able to show show them that like open them up to having a conversation, and this is what it could. This is what it could or should look like instead of just a well, I like this. Well, I don't. Okay, and And everyone shuts down. and, And to talk about kink at the kitchen table. I mean, yes. it's not it's not the seepy, scary thing that we go to the basement and talk about. Right. Unless that's exactly. where your sex room is, but then, you know, that's different. <laughs> <laughs> right. That would be where mine would be, mm-hmm. honestly. But I, I I love I love the polycule episode because it it really did show like a very very broad spectrum of what a lot of people did unlike and what they find pleasure in and i love how they introduced the show too with the couple where one of the individuals in the relationship was more focused was a little bit more restrained and then realized that okay participating in these other things actually opens me a little bit uh, up a little bit more it enhance the communication i have with my partner all these great things it helps people realize like just because my partner wants to engage in certain things that i might not be interested in doesn't mean that we can have a common ground within that and have those discussions and have that included within our bedroom in some um on some spectrum and i love that like going back to the polycule episode and i, I love that um one of them mentioned that they just want a bed to cuddle in in that they want they enjoy watching movies together and we just need a space where we all can just be there and enjoy those moments with each other and uh, she was able to facilitate that and when i saw that motherfucking bed i was like bitch can i just come over and lay on that because that thing looks so fucking comfortable I oh my god i want that shit <laughs> right. Like, right that's a it's room it's on it's on the it's for the for the forever home that is on mm-hmm. the wish list i need a big ass bed that's super comfortable you know what i'm saying that you know i need a projector screen for the tv so it can just be away instead of just being mounted on the wall like that kind of shit yeah i was like oh you know what let me bring my little list out what do i need for mine and I, I do love the diverse couples that she was able to engage in throughout this uh, season too, because like that I second Nicole on uh, like finishing up the season because like the the one with the the van, I was oh, like, yep. yes, I love this. I, like I did not think yep, I would because yep. I was like, bitch, stop. Me like, this is going to work. I don't get Me it, neither. but to see the finished product, I was like, hmm. Mm-hmm. There was, there was just so many. There was so many. And again, just to see certain couples that, you know, when you look at them, you're just like, I wonder what kind of shit you went into. <laughs> you know what I mean? And not necessarily, in a, and not in a negative way, of course, but just like, this is going to be, I feel like this is going to be interesting because you look like the, you know, the regular, like, almost 
Pleasantville ass type couple, real, real super vanilla, you know, and then turns out, you know, okay, it's not just vanilla with a, a hint of vanilla bean, like, mm -hmm. oh no, I like some extra shit in there too, you know? Mm -hmm. So I Spicy love that vanilla. there was, yes, exactly, exactly. They're like, actually, I like chocolate with the hints of, you know, the, what is it? The, with a little bit of cayenne or a little bit of chili pepper in it to give that, you know, something, you know, something a little different. So I, yeah, I, I definitely implore you to watch the rest of it, but it was, yeah. it was really cool to see how they changed these spaces and also even brought out some things with couples that was a, was an issue and it might've been a small issue or something that they were just kind of like, pushing you know dusting under the rug or saying oh well you know we all kind of go through it and she she kind of pulled that out a little bit from them and said hey you guys need to focus on this or let me take you to the space outside of your home so that you can have this kind of experience or that'll open up a conversation for them so it was really it was really good i like that i hope there's more Mm -hmm. Right, and I, I love I love that the sex room itself extended out of the bedroom sometimes too. Like even when it comes to the polycule, the entire bottom floor was changed into something completely new, and still had different rooms. They changed that bathroom and everything, and uh, and I also yeah. enjoy like with that the one black couple where um, the bathroom was included within their sex room, not in terms of like doing water sports or any kind of play like that, but bringing the sensual nature out of bathing or having your partner bathe you or even was that the room that had the random stripper pole in it too? Yeah, it was. It was like it was great. I was like, yes. Wasn't like, it a gold? Wasn't it a gold stripper pole or whatever? Because I believe they had like some gold accents in there that was really dope. Mm -hmm. But yes, I love that too. So you're bringing you're bringing the elements of um, of sex of things that you that they feel are sexy, sexy and sensual, and just like you say, bring the sensuality to the bathing, making it like a sanctuary. For real, you know, and so that they feel sexy in their space so that, you know, whether they're just getting up in the morning and I got to go do some things and, oh, that's right, that pretty painting or that, you know, little sculpture or whatever. But when you dim the lights or when it's nighttime, whether they're just going to sleep, um, whether they're having sex in that room or just, you know, unwinding from the day when they're able to be together, just to be in this space that feels light and sexy and sensual so that they could just have that time together I think is you know I think was really really great really important as well and one of the things I always talk about and like that and one of the things I loved about especially those specific ones those builds that you're talking about is um norm, it's normalizing sex it's bringing you know this stuff that again at one time we were all like hush hush and we only talked about behind closed doors to normal day you know when when the bedroom is involved or the bathroom is involved in the sex room you're going to have more days in that space where you're not being sexy but you're still going to be around the the environment of sexy and feeling sexy and being in sex and enjoying that that basic mind frame you know so it, it does it helps normalize it helps destigmatize a lot of the things that you know society has has basically turned us against mm. right like, i agree I, I love like within the show on even though it wasn't blatantly stated I, she did mention it in one episode but 
it essentially that just because you're married doesn't mean that the sexiness goes away. Just because you have kids and you're raising your family, it doesn't mean that the sexiness goes away. Like at the end of the day, similar to what you said, Wesley, when you come into this room, this is that space for you to be sexy. This is that space for you to enjoy this person that you're spending the rest of your life with. Like this is a time for you to um, you two to like enjoy each other, explore each other, and remember that you're still sexy, that you still can have sex, that you can still enjoy each other's body on multiple different levels. Some levels that you haven't found out about yet, and some levels that you already know about. It's all about the enjoyment of this person that you decide to make your forever person. And I love that she was able to have those conversations with so many different couples and mm-hmm. um, like well outside a couple too because the polycule still got me i was like girl (laughs) yes like that that was like i feel like if i had that task i would have been like call ghostbusters bitch because they can handle that because i I don't have the skills today i'd be a crying ball of mess in the corner if i had to do that it's so many different identities how do i mesh all of this together but she did it she did did it She did. She did. I can't. Re- I can't remember if that was the one that she said that was her. Uh, that was her biggest achievement or whatever. Because I don't. I don't remember if she said she ever did a room for a throuple like that or a poly couple like that. It might. Have I don't remember. She said it for one of them, but, but yeah, that was. I thought that was really cool too. I just know she got that one. Like, if there was a mm-hmm. war, bitch, here you go. Have it. <laughs> Because I was like, how is she going? Like, as soon as they mentioned that we're a poly couple and then they brought in the polycule and they talked about all the different mm-hmm. things, I was like, bitch, how? Right. <laughs> what are we doing right. here? And then right. old girl was like, oh, well, uh, I think they identified as they. Um, they were like, oh, I'm into like water sports and all this. I was like, how are we going to put this into a room? What do you mean? <laughs> right. I was like, where's the bathroom at? She's like, oh, no, this room, we did this and it needs to go down like this so they could be a drain and blah, blah. I said, oh, that was smart. That was right. real smart. Yeah. And then the that cage. Was that cage. Mm-hmm. I was like, you mean this is a multi-purpose thing? Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. <laughs> I, I loved like, it too. I loved it too. I was like, she thought everything. I love it. Oh, I hey, the best, her. the best sex furniture can, are multitaskers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. I, I just need to hire her when I get my forever home because, yes, all of that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, speaking of which, because uh, I know some people who may have seen the show uh, may be starting to think about, oh, what can I do with my place? And I know I don't have the funds to do it. And I've been thinking about this myself. So I, that might that phrase might have been a little bit of projection. I don't care. But in case you are feeling the same way Vern is feeling, have you thought about different ways uh, to make an affordable sex room after mm-hmm. seeing that uh, show? And what are some of the tips that you came up with for yourself? So I've actually kind of done a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, last tax season, Uncle Sam was a little bit generous to me. Yes, yes. And I was able to afford a sex swing, a self-standing sex swing. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I have it now. It's set, it's set up in my living room. And when it's not used, the, the swing itself is kind of pushed back. And my couch sits inside the frame. So it's almost like a canopy couch. 
and it's it's also but it's, it's also kind of like a fold down like it's like a futon kind of couch so when i want it if i want to all i gotta do is put the back of the couch down put the swing up and then i can use the swing or i can pull the couch out you know for someone else to sit on while we while we play with the swing so it's up and it's out at all times and you know it's it's i did that on purpose because like the i was like if i if i break this thing down and have to re- rebuild it every time i'm never going to fucking use it mm. right so yeah, we did that. So we have started that, and I th- I think we we have talked about if we do have our own like the the forever home, we there we definitely want to build some sort of room, you know. And we're kind of artsy crafty, so we don't necessarily want to buy things. Like I have I have blueprints to make a Saint Andrew's cross, which I'll eventually make one day, and you know stuff like that. So yeah, I definitely want to do a lot more of that. Child Wesley, you're a reminder of why I do not want kids. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that was an insult or not, but I'm going to take it as a compliment. No, it's a compliment. It's a compliment because Lord knows I do not want to be moving around my sex stuff all the time. Because I thought right. about like what my forever home will look like, mm-hmm. and there's sexual related things throughout the house, and I'm against like you know exposing kids to like a lot of sexual items like during their development i will like do a soft rollout of different things throughout Mm -hmm. the years because i'm like bitch this has been in storage for all this time you're four years old you're just going to see some random thing that pops up Mm -hmm. i'm sorry you you better have a motherfucking sibling that pops up because i'm not putting this shit back up again Not your four years old. The soft rollout. I'm thinking when you said soft rollout, I'm thinking teenage years. This motherfucker said four. He's like, look, you four, and you just gonna see some shit. Just don't touch it. Don't you touch it's old kid. enough. <laughs> All right. Like you all understand anatomy. We have these conversations. You're slow. Right. Just don't be in your classroom. Like, uh, I think my dad has a penis out in, in the living room. <laughs> it's mind your fucking business, child. <laughs> you mind the business that pays you. <laughs> You're four. Okay. Two centuries ago, you could have be, you could be working already. So you're gonna know about sex. Right, right, oh right. My God. <laughs> the modernized. I went to school barefoot in the snow, walking up a hill both ways. No, that's what this sounds like. Just yes. the modernized version. Yes. But like, <laughs> I just be thinking about that. But at the same time, I. In my ideal forever home, I do want to have a basement. And for that, in that basement, I don't want my children to even know that it exists. Like, I want it to be that covert. Like, mm-hmm. I that will be where my sex room will be. And, what about your affordable sex room? Because you kind of you kind of jumped in. Oh, I did. Room. I did jump into that. In terms of like <laughs> affordable sex room, like what I will have before I get to that point, I want to like do something simple something that makes me feel great takes me outside of the reality that i live in in a sense like i want to have like the cloud look in the sky different colors going off Uh, i also want to do a little galaxy look and all those things can be done with um, like under a hundred dollars if i find the right people and right things on amazon or different uh, uh, shops like walmart and all these other stuff like that's what my affordable um sex room would be like i will already have that in my apartment if i was not moving within like the next month so like when i move to my next apartment i plan on at least doing that for the time being like the ceiling little cotton here cotton there do that lining for the um colored more than likely it's going to be between blue purple or if i can manage it black oh my god 
yes and also <laughs> utilize the um this projector that i have uh in, in case i want to like do some silhouette play and we look at each other and look at our silhouettes as we engage in sex and like that yeah that's that's my way of having an affordable sex room of course if i already have my toys have those in a place where they're accessible so that if we want to engage in those and use those it's right there and that's all i need you, you know like Toys are great. Everyone, I mean, everyone loves toys. But honestly, if you, if you want to set a mood for like a sex room, nothing better than ambiance. Mm. Mm. And that's and that's a great point because that was something that I thought about too for mine. Mm -hmm. So even for the affordable one, I was like, obviously, you know, go to go for me. Ambiance is a huge thing. Comfort is a huge thing for me. Um, even though what's funny is I've never been one of those like I like fluffy pillows and feathers and all of the fur shit or anything like that, but I do like I do like pillows because I like the comfortable, soft feeling, especially now we getting older, like just I just I wanna be comfortable, period. Right. So yeah. for me, like going to home goods, getting a bunch of different kinds of pillows, um, throw uh blankets or um yeah, throw blankets. Um, maybe get like an older chaise that I can repurpose or something so that it still would be sturdy to not only sit on, but to have sex on. Um, and maybe have like a wall, like a an accent wall, whether it's a fresh coat of paint of one specific color or a wallpaper that I like. Um, and then use like command strips or whatever to hang up little outfits you know the little mannequin heads or whatever to put wigs on if that's what i wanted to do like color changing those color changing light strips that you can get on amazon or wherever just so that i can change the, the lights and things um and a bluetooth speaker or two for the music you know something something cute like something cute like that because music is a mood for me always <laughs> so like you said having the ambiance having a dimmer on the lights um, is also amazing. All of that shit needs to be remote because no one's getting up to go turn shit off. So that's why I have to Google. Yes. Yeah. So that kind of so that kind of stuff for me for an affordable room. Yeah, because all of that will be moved to you know my forever home, which we'll talk about. But yeah, mm. I think stuff like that would be super affordable. And then, like you said, with toys, I mean, everybody got toys. Add to your arsenal like you normally do. Mm. I, I'm glad that you min mentioned music because I was going to ask that question next. Like when you think about sex room and setting the ambiance, setting the scene and setting the mood for engaging in sex, what, like I mentioned uh, before, I'm a sensory motherfucker. What kind of sounds and smells that give you sex and give you sexiness that gives you motherfucker the way that the, this is about to go down? Like what what is it for you? For me, since Nicole's thinking, <laughs> for, for me, nothing gets me going more than hearing those pleasure noises from my partner. I don't care about music. I don't care about anything like that. If if I'm if I'm doing something to, to one of my boys and I just hear that soft little intake of breath or that little moan, that's like that puts me right right where I need to be. Interesting. I, I for me like like Vernon. I am I am sensory also, um, and of course Vernon and I have talked many a times about 
a playlist for 17 um, of different types of music that we need. <laughs> and, you know, and I, I keep telling you, I need to break down all the, you know, the, some of the playlists that I have into smaller ones because you're not always going to use the same playlist each time. You know, sometimes I want to listen to something slow and sensual. Sometimes I want to listen to uh, fucking Tank and Sammy and all of these other people. But sometimes maybe I want to listen to Kevin Gates and a whole bunch of, you know, hood rap shit, you know, hood love type tape or whatever. Or, you know, something where uh, I turned you on the site Ari the Kid, right? Um, you have not sent me guests, but you need to send me songs. Um, you told me about Okay, 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 okay. All right, <laughs> all right. I'll do that. I'll do that. But maybe, you know, maybe something like that that's a little bit more like we're definitely fucking in this room mm-hmm. today and not just into that central stuff. And sometimes it might be a mix of both. You know, you might start with one playlist and switch over to the other one because the mood shifts that way. Mm-hmm. So for me, it would be it would just depend on the, the mood that i'm in when i'm in there so i know so we know what kind of music that we're playing right and then as far as like smells i mean again if you give me a good candle or whatever but sometimes it's just the smell of the person that i'm with and then mm. like the sweat and of course like you said hearing hearing those sounds you know hearing my sounds their sounds you know all of that together like i want the music to be to be loud but also not loud enough to where I can't hear all of that unless you know you just close enough in my ear so we can hear it but yeah I like I like all of that I'm thinking I might need to like find me a, uh, a little hookup after we get off this damn call because mm, might as well so <laughs> I will say for myself wait a minute wait a minute can we pause for a minute how come this happens every time I'm on a call with you I don't what know what is because this happened you are in, sexy. Mo- I mean, mm, I am, yes. thank you very mm, much. But like every, I said, I will time. buy anything you're selling, right? <laughs> <laughs> you're saying some things, it might be yeah. the voice, I don't know what it is, but I'm just I like, mean, <laughs> I've known, I've known to make a man come with my voice alone, so Chalet. I don't even like girls, but god damn it. Right. <laughs> well, I do like women, so there's the difference there. But right. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you yes, very much. We love it. So, Thank like, for <laughs> me, so one of the things I love about November is that I choose a playlist and I create this um, playlist curated to have music that makes me feel sexual and sensual and all of that. So I use those same playlists whenever I do engage in sex. And I do the same thing for whenever I have my love song dissection episodes. And I've um, had sex to some of those playlists. I had sex to my uh, November playlist from last year. It was amazing. Like for me, I like instrumentals when it comes to engaging with somebody because I don't want the words to take away from what I'm experiencing with this other person. Because like I was saying, I love to hear their moans. I love to hear their sounds of pleasure. And even if those things are not present, I can at least experience those in their body and see that uh, how they move and shake and all these other things and it just makes me feel even more sexy and I'm doing the right things and I love that so like that's what I think of when I think about the sensual uh, nature of setting that mood and I do enjoy smells too and like 
um, I, of course, I love to purchase candles that have a fruity smell to it. Uh, I know for a fact, if I walk into a room and I smell a mixture between vanilla and cinnamon, bitch, who's trying to fuck? I just, <laughs> like, I don't know. It's the cinnamon alone that has me like, bitch, what we doing? What the fuck right. are we doing? Because cinnamon right. just takes me to a place. And also... Y'all don't judge me. If I have a mixture between cinnamon and baby powder, bitch. Okay. God. I might have to send you something, sir, but that, that's another conversation. I might have to send you something. Oh, yes, yes, you, yes. I think I, I think you just got the, the peak, the interest of a lot of diaper wearers. Right, right, right. Like I really fresh baked cookies and and baby powder for the diapers. Listen, look, I realized when I was like in high school, I was just walking around in the uh, hallway, whatever, minding my business, and I guess somebody had too much baby powder on, and I just whiffed that. I was like, Mm -hmm. I, I just was like why baby powder like i spent the entire week contemplating why the fuck did that scent a baby powder do that to me like what the fuck is going on Bernard? are you okay <laughs> like, are, are you broken but as as i age i was just like i guess it's just a smell it's just that sensory side of me it just brings back to a point i don't know where it comes from where it stems from but hey i like where i'm at you know what's funny about what you just said is I I actually love talking to my friends about this like saying what was the weirdest way you found out you had a kink because sometimes it's just it's just off the wall like you're in high school and you just smell baby powder and all of a sudden you're turned on like the fuck <laughs> there's an episode for you exactly. yeah. here's an episode season four yeah Five. Five. And or three. <laughs> four is going to be intake meetings. Four is going to be intake meetings. Love that for you all. <laughs> but to go back to a point you you, you just made, Vernon, um, like for me, the reason I don't like one, I don't if I do play music, it is going to be instrumental because mm-hmm. my ADHD brain is not going to be able to concentrate when I'm singing along to the song. Oof. You know, I'm going to be broke. It's, it's, I, I, can't, I can't focus on both and I'm going to try. Exactly. And I cannot play songs that i really enjoy like for that reason too as well as i'm a huge anita baker fan and yes there are some songs that anita baker made that i'm like bitch i might want to have sex to it but i'm not going to because i know i'm gonna be like that's auntie that's my empress i cannot do that to her music i need her music to build me up to the point where i'm just like i'm going to fuck the shit out of you but i cannot have her in my bedroom auntie you cannot be in there and one of the best parts of having music on is during sex is you can match the beats. Mm. That's yes. that's that's another reason why I like it. <laughs> going back to these um these um playlists that i make mm-hmm. i literally mix up the vibe a little bit you have the slow rhythm and then you have the um, beats that just pick up and it's just like oh my gosh okay let me go ahead and match that okay I, okay this is a lot speedy and next thing you know it's going back down it's going back more uh, soulful it's going back more sensual it's going slow i'm bringing you to a point where either if you peak that at this point is a great thing or if you have not you can slow it down with your partner and you can engage into some other kind of foreplay or all these other th- this is all that goes in my mind whenever i come into this space of creating the playlist for november and those love some dissections because i'd be thinking okay vernon when you go back and listen to this 
how are you going to want to experience your sex life? <laughs> like, <laughs> this is literally the thought when it comes to making these playlists for the podcast. How do you want to fuck during this? <laughs> okay. Right. Right. <laughs> right. What mood are we feeling in the moment for this one? Are we feeling sensual? Will there be love making or are we just straight up fucking? Like, which, which one is it? Or is it a combination, like I said? So, mm-hmm. I like it. Is it going to be sexual? Is it going to be sensual or just angry sex? Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Our <sighs> clothes are even going to be off by, you know, when we get to the song. Like, our clothes going to be removed or ripped? Uh, fair. There, also there, fair. There was this one song, I forgot the name of it, and I I probably should see if they finally put it on Apple Music so I can add it to my phone. And I, I don't know if it was like Mystic Blue or something like that. I know the word blue was in there, but it just starts off quiet and then you just hear a little a ring and then next thing you know it's like it brought me back to the uh 1920s and i'm over here in uh like flappers uniform or whatever in my zoot suit and we're just doing a nice dance to each other and just like this jazzy is just like oh my god it's just a flow and i just love it so much and that's actually how i introduced i think my friend nancy's episode for our love song dissection i think that that playlist starts off with that song and it's just oh y'all music does something for me (laughs) we could not tell at all not at all not at all i'm a saint (laughs) don't tell that lie i'm done oh my my god oh my they've been here Three seasons at this point. Asian and Samashi. So, says the host of the Whole Liliquy podcast. Whole, during right. Whole, in whole November. So the lie of the show is that I'm a virgin. So we're going to stick okay. to that. All right. You know what? Let me remove myself because before all my shit get cut off. For your <laughs> life. No, thank you. I'm very though. I have not had sex. I have been delivered. Okay. Listen. Mm-hmm. What was that guy's name? Antoine, whatever, don't, you know, you know, remember what happened during our live and you had to change your name on all your social media because of me. Don't do this. Did I change my name back? Oh yeah, I did change it. It was Thotimus. It was Thotimus and it was great. Yeah, it was definitely great. Y'all need to find that live. I need to repost that. You send that to me so I can put it on the, um, like, on YouTube and all the great things. But that's beside the point. (laughs) (laughs) Got other lives we'll be doing. But anyways, so one of the things that somebody uh, thought that would be a great conversation within this uh, topic of how to build a sex room is making space to be sexual and sexy within your home and relationship. And that's the purpose of building a sex room. What kind of advice would you give somebody on how they can be sexual with their partners and be sexy within their homes and, you know, within the boundaries of their um, relationship? What, 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 what kind of tips? Hmm. I think one of the, oh, I was going to say, I think it goes back to what we were talking about earlier, as far as um, figuring out what that, what that even looks like for you and your partner in the first place, so that you are creating that atmosphere. You're creating that ambiance for yourself. Like a lot of, whether you're, you're using a separate room for that or putting it throughout your home or 
you know, creating your bedroom as your as your sanctuary. Like a lot of people like to do that. You know, that's the place that there is no kind of negativity that comes in, no crazy external factors, no doing work in your bedroom. That's the place that you guys, that you or you and your partner, where you get away from all the other distractions and you guys can be there. That is that's where you guys can truly be yourselves and be loving with each other and things like that. So creating that space where you've got dim lighting, where you've got elements of whatever is central and important for intimacy for you and your partner. So the dim lighting, the comfortable pillows, the um, hell, the gold stripper pole in the middle of the room if you need to, right? Um, you know, great artwork on the walls. Um, I know for me personally, like I saw, uh, besides like boudoir photos, I saw someone who did, um, like they dipped their bottom half in paint. So it was like the butt and their legs and like a handprint on black canvas. And that was, you know, and it was like deep blue paint or purple or something. And they had that hung up above their bed. So something, whatever it is that needs to be, that, that says to you, like, this is a safe space for me. This is where I know that when I'm with my person, um, when we look at each other, we can look at each other in, a, in a, the most loving way, but also that sensual way that we're like, okay, something's about to pop off or I can't wait to get in this bed and just cuddle up with you. I can't wait to see you getting dressed in, in the closet or whatever it is. So I think that's for, or at least that's my idea of what it could be. I couldn't agree more. Um, I, I think as, as unsexy as it sounds, I think the best thing you can do for your sex life is a conversation. Because sex, what's sexy to me is not the same as what's sexy to you. And those, my triggers are not, my, are not gonna be the same as yours. So it's, it's finding out from your partner what they are. And if you're, if you're lucky, you find them organically. Like I don't think me and my husband ever had those, that conversation. We kind of found it organically. But I know when I walk in the room, and he gives me that look. I know it's fucking time. You know, <laughs> I know what's going on. I know when you know I can walk in the room and he's he's naked, and I can tell if it's just him being naked or okay, he wants a little play. You know, and because we we learned that, and that that's nothing better than having a conversation with someone saying, "Hey, if I was going to turn you on right now, without saying a word," and this was something I actually tell a lot of my clients. If I if I if, if how can I turn you on right now without saying a word? What would be the one thing I could do? That would let you know I'm ready without me saying I'm ready. That's discuss, a really great question. Discuss that with your partner and learn that and then and use that. And don't overuse it, but use that as at least the, the starting point. Oh, he likes it when I do this. So I'm gonna do this tonight because I wanna have so I wanna have some fun. Like I I love that. Like uh, I know like <clears throat> I've been thinking about the nonverbal communication between partners and to let them know that you're ready for sex and i know like some of the things that i've thought about was like even the sock on the door whenever they get home to know that oh bitch you know what's coming to all as soon as you open that door like just having those things to let them know that i am ready to have sex with you and uh also even to uh, uh in using the sock situation if i am if you coming home if you're not in the mood to have sex that day where to place that sock or if you are you know that you need to bring the sock to me because you know i'm only on i'm only wearing the other one mm -hmm. so like if i know that you walk into the house and you say hey where you at i know that you know 
that okay i guess we're just going to have a conversation you might not be in the mood because that's what we communicate with each other but if i know that you open that door that door closed and you in the bedroom with the sock in your hand <laughs> we know what the fuck is about to go down so like having those um discussing those nonverbal cues to identify of when i'm ready to engage with you or what makes me feel comfortable or even uh, like you were saying leslie having those discussions to figure out what it is that makes them feel sexy and exploring that and enjoying that with each other and seeing how you can build upon that i think those are the key to making sure that every person in the part and within that relationship feels sexy as well as uh, know that they can engage in a sexual aspect of uh, our home our relationship and just know that hey i'm with you because you know i want the fuck you you know i love you you know i'm attracted to you you know that look we've been together for 20 50 years and i still want to blow that motherfucking back out And honestly, you can even make it, you can one, make it a game, but two, you can also make it very subtle. Mm. Like if going back to kind of what you're saying about having kids, you know, you still want to be sexy with kids, but maybe you don't want to put a sock on the door because that's a little bit too out 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 of place or whatever. So, you know, make it so like when you come in the front hall, there's a certain trinket or there's a certain thing where if it's turned a certain way, that's my sign to you. Or if, you know, if the kitchen is the main place people connect, there's this one magnet that I'm going to move it to the bottom of the fridge. That means, it, you know, I'm ready. So that way you can have like those those cues and not make it so blatant for anybody who walks and say, oh, that looks like mom and dad are fucking later, you know? <laughs> or, and, and on top of that, you can make it even a fun, a, a, you know, a, a more fun game. Uh, trigger, you know, signal on a night you have company over you know mm-hmm. and told you know oh yeah we have company we can't do nothing but when they're gone you know what you're getting mm. i do like that magnet on the fridge idea i was thinking more so the magnet is usually on the side of the fridge but now mm-hmm. it's moved to the front type exactly thing. Yeah. yeah yeah totally i like that <sighs> i i really do want to like engage a lot more in those non-verbal cues to communicate with people because like i the reason why i started to think about non-verbal communication is because i started focused more on different versions of, the, of consent and we always go with the enthusiastic yes which is great which is what you need to look for but there are those in, individuals within our society who um may be mute who may not be able to articulate yes in a certain way that we're recognized so we may need a nonverbal uh, uh um like way of letting them know that i'm ready to engage in sex and i'm waiting for you to be home and all these other stuff rather than just sending a text message and i feel like even having these games and playing in sex's way makes it a lot more exciting for um, couples make it a lot more of a, a, re- a remembrance of when we were all young and getting to know life in a way that is still fun it's still something that you can enjoy with the person that you love it's still something that we can embrace in different ways and it doesn't just have to be about the penetration even though you might be penetrating some at some point of the night but the engagement in that the conversation in that is completely different like that's why i 
am a huge fan of role play and I will continue mm. to say the type of role play situation I want to have with my future partner where we meet somewhere where we act as though we never seen each other before and we have these conversations and we have we engage um, with each other as though that this person is picking me up out of nowhere and I'm just like oh who are you this is spicy this mm-hmm. is dangerous I don't know if I want to go home with you all these things because it gives joy it gives fun it gives a new sense of pleasure it gives some excitement uh, outside of what your norm is and I think many people within relationships need uh, should find ways to engage in those exciting things with each other like even if if you're trying to recreate the titanic and have your uh, spouse draw you as a stick person and you're um there your roles in there um whatever leonardo DiCaprio's was it dawson no, i forget that's dawson creek that's not his name yeah. so jack there we go jack but you know you engage in those moments and you know that your partner cannot draw but you still feel like a sexy motherfucker as you lay on on the side of your couch or what have you and you know afterwards you're just going to have sex and you're just going to play you're going to enjoy it like <sighs> well that's the part that a lot of people forget too sex is, is fun Mm-hmm. it's not just a means to an end it's called play for a reason it's fun and you should have fun mm-hmm. and, and don't don't do it you know if you're doing it just to get off then you're doing it wrong you know, yeah. like honestly some of the some of my greatest some of my personal greatest sexual experiences i never got off mm-hmm. because it wasn't about that it was about enjoying the, my the person i'm with enjoying the moment we're having together and you know, doing whatever is we, we, we want to do and having fun. And you know, just because I didn't come doesn't mean I didn't hate it. That doesn't mean I hated it. You know, mm-hmm. I it was one of the best, some of the best times I ever had. Yeah, you know, I, I can I can jerk off and come anytime I want. That's not that that's not that that special for me. You know, but that connection, that's special. Right. right. Mm. I agree. You know what? Going back to um, something that you were talking about earlier, Vernon about especially when it came to like role play one thing that i was even thinking about too is you know having a sex room can even invite you to have to get into that headspace of using an alter ego mm. you know and getting into that and getting into that role play so to um even to wesley's point about putting a sock on the door or something like that something that popped in my mind when when you were talking about that was um not even just putting it on the bedroom door but putting it on the bathroom door in your bedroom you know, whether it's um, a fishnet stocking or a certain kind of, you know, or a certain kind of underwear, um, whether it be black lace underwear today or I don't know, some some other kind. But putting different items on there to, to signify, yes, one, we are going to have sex, but two, this is the kind of mood that I'm in. So expect this thing, you know? So instead of regular, like a regular stocking, it's going to be a red fishnet net stocking. Today, you're going to get, you know, you're going to get, um, I don't know, kinky kinky with the red hair or some shit like that. Yeah, you're about to get somebody, you know, you're going to get somebody else in this room. The lights that are usually red in this room, today they're going to be purple. Today they're going to be green. You know, I'm playing Poison Ivy today. So there's Oof. going to be, so you can get you can get into a different headspace with the with the sex room. It doesn't even just have to be that space that we talked about before. This could be just another alter ego space, which I think could be 
also equally as dope. Well, don't don't give me access to a full closet of costumes because <laughs> listen, wait till wait till we talk about wait till we talk about our forever home. Unless we want to get into that. Right? Like jeez. Oh, I cannot. Oh like actually one of the people from How to Build Build a Sex Room had that. Um, where she was going to be different personas and like I, I think because she lost her hair I don't know if it was because of cancer or what have you but yeah, it was really yeah. because it was like I have this wig for this character this wig for that character and it's just like you can be so many different people and when you were talking I was I thought back to when you were relating to the magnets and I was like it will be great like because you know we love emojis like to have like a plethora of emojis and you know when you come home and you see the peach next to the banana bitch you know what the fuck is going on you know what's going on or the little water spurts going everywhere or if it's a certain devil face that's on the refrigerator and all this other shit all the other stuff even if you have kids your kids don't know what the fuck is going on they just see the refrigerator has a different emoji every fucking day what the hell is going on i know yesterday it was a basic ass magnet it was the magnet that i made for mama or daddy and here we are it's a hold ass did we get some new magnets like what's the fuck is this devil face like what's going on parental units what is this what happened to the gift that I made? <laughs> it's okay. We'll have that up tomorrow. That's all. Right. Like, we're just doing something new, but we're going to make sure that yours is back up there tomorrow. Right. Only thing, you know, it's okay. In all the while, you know, it's because you know you're getting some dick ass of pussy that night. <laughs> just, just don't make it so complicated. You need like a key to kind of decipher the code. Mm. Yes. yes. <laughs> That's a good one. That's, That's good. Okay. Or do it the same way with the with all those letters. You see how people have been putting, you know, like seventeen different letters for a whole sentence or whatever mm. up on the fridge, and yeah, make it into when you mm. get home and the, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Mm. So yeah, you could do something like that. You could send the emojis via text because I mean, let's be real about it. These emojis, kids are kids are getting smarter and smarter and access to different things. So that can only work for so long. They're not going to be 12, 15 and not know what this shit means. So send the emojis via text so they know, but put the, put the acronym up there on the fridge with mm-hmm. other letters. Right. That reminds me of uh, when I sent that acronym to you. <laughs> we both knew exactly what that shit was talking about. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, if I could find it, I cannot. It's 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 deep in something else and um, the, right. The Instagram we have we it's, have a lot of we have a lot of conversations. <laughs> right, right. It's it's gone at this point because I was going to say the acronym out loud and I was like, if you know what this means, you're a whore. <laughs> you're a whore. <laughs> <laughs> and I love it for you. <laughs> but like, yes, if you could just go ahead and put that full sentence on the fucking refrigerator and you know what it says, your spouse knows or your partner, your um whoever you're dealing with knows exactly. Exactly what that says that's all that matters it's been communicated just choke me a little bit that's all it was in the message <laughs> they understood <laughs> and, and also on on top of all that like being direct this can be so mm. sexy too like talking about role play for example i you know i i, I can get just as much excitement having a a day an all-day conversation with my partner over text talking about okay when you get home i'm gonna be this person and this is what i'm gonna do and this is what i want you this is who you are and setting the stage and knowing when i get home we're gonna have fun with this 
and then you can walk into it already you know you have like the character built up so it's not like you're trying to discover who each other is in the moment mm. you can already have your story set up you can already have the scene set and and not for nothing you know like again sitting in those boring zoom meetings texting with your with your partner about what what you're going to do later in the bedroom makes the day go way faster and exactly. way more excited oh, exactly so or just home. being or just being those characters already like you yeah. said texting you know being those characters you know have a different if you if you already have that you know a different number the burner phone something a google number whatever and you know like oh this is natasha this isn't you know whatever yeah that's I, that's pretty dope too i like that idea yeah Look, send me uh, send me songs, motherfucker. Like, if you send me um, baby face as soon as I get home, bitch, I already know what the fuck is going on. What's up? What's up? You send me turn off the lights, bitch. I know what's up. <laughs> like, there's different ways to communicate, people. There's <laughs> okay. Let me calm down. And I've been drinking this entire time too. I'm not I'm not on my Taylor Portlet, but I am feeling really good. Um oh I cannot wait. That ep- episode 10, y'all. I am going to be lit. I'm sorry. I'm just letting y'all know. If the things go off the wall, it's it is what it is. I'm here for the party. I just think they go off the wall every every time. That's a good point. That's that's an extremely solid point. <laughs> But to get into our forever homes and whatnot, what do you want in your sex room? Who, whichever one of you want to start off that conversation, let's go. I want Wesley to go first because you know things that I've found out about you. I, I want to hear about your room. Let's go. <laughs> okay, if if I have the perfect space, it's going to have me- I don't want to say many, but it's going to have multiple pieces of furniture. Mm. Um, and it's going to have the sex swing, obviously. And it's going to have the St. Andrew's Cross. I want to have a um, a sub bench to kind of th- to tie them down. I also want a cage because sometimes you got to put bad boys in timeout. Mm. But one thing I definitely learned from actually the show that is completely not even a sex piece of sex furniture, but it's it really paves the way and i think she did it one of the episodes it was like it was the the biggest piece in the room it was a couch mm. you know having a nice big fluffy couch that you can just sink into you know and then on top of that you know of course whips chains tie downs you know maybe a little corner for for with a drain you know because i've i've learned a lot of the subby boys that i've been talking to really like to be peed on so but yeah i think I, it I think if, if it was, I don't know if I'd want it necessarily in the basement, but it'd probably have to be in the basement with all, all the stuff that I'd want. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I I don't know about basement or anything like that. Although a lot of times I thought about if I'm going to have a room, I want it to be an extension of my bedroom. Um, but also hidden. So, you know, like, I don't know if you guys have seen the walk-in closets that actually there's like an actual little door in there or you pull out part of the shelf and it's like an extra door with another room. So something like that, something that could be off of the bedroom so I don't have to be somewhere else in the house doing things. Um, I also want it to be soundproof for obvious Mm -hmm. reasons. 
um, especially since, you know, I plan on having children and stuff in the home, but also if I got guests and shit in the house, it, I don't have to wait until they're gone. I don't have to be quiet. So I can just go to my other room. So, um, soundproofing, mm-hmm. <laughs> but definitely I want a comfy bed in there. I want the pillows. Um, obviously lots of toys, sensory play and impact play toys, the sex swing, um, the over the door sex swing and the one from the ceiling. I like that oh, one. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. um, obviously blindfolds and restraints, uh, sex bench, uh, mirrors, mirrors mm. are really important. Um, surround sound speakers, color changing mm. lights, dimmers, uh, cameras or somewhere where I could set up a camera. Uh, a TV or a projector screen, like we talked about before. Um, sex furniture. Um, what else did I say? Sex furniture. Oh, obviously a place to have my outfits and things. Um, and a shower. Just a nice, like, walk-in, stand-up shower. Although my forever home is going to have an amazing shower anyway. I've already planned it. But <laughs> a shower that's got, you know, like a nice bench in there, you know, so that you've got some place to sit, be bent over, whatever. So, yeah. I like, I like. For mm-hmm. mine, of course, I'm still going to have to have conversations with whoever my forever person is going to be. But what it looks like now, there's going to be two different uh, sex rooms, honestly. The bedroom, I don't want that to be where all the kinky stuff happens. I just want that to just be where we want to commune with each other and just, you know, cuddle and have sex. And, you know, it's nothing too wild or anything. It's just a space for us and what I see in there of course I want there to be lights around so we can always set a mood and set a level of comfortness I also want there to be uh, somewhat of an accent wall but I want it to be a mirror wall I want it to be a space where every day we wake up we see the beauty of both of us I can see my own beauty you can see my own beauty um, you can see your beauty and all this other stuff is because <laughs> we're beautiful people but I also want it to be uh, separated like within that accent wall before you even get to the mirrors you know just nothing but greenery and you have images of them images of me just going over throughout that wall so it's a just a area of self-love like here here's all the images of us together as well as apart like my boudoir photos are definitely going to be up there on this wall (laughs) somewhere but you know just seeing these things about us having joyful moments and it's a reminder of all the great times we had together so that will be what the bedroom looks like of course probably have something for scents here's incense there all those great things and you know my little spiritual corner because i'm going to have that my altar in my room so outside of that in the basement because that's where the real shit happens i i i need a basement i'm sorry i one is related to a fear of tornadoes but two because bitch i'm going to have a basement (laughs) we're going to have it regardless so within the basement i want it to be hidden so that uh if i do have kids they don't need to know where the fuck daddy is getting a lot of shit happening to him or the other daddy or mama getting a lot of shit happening to them or parent you know whatever the case is they don't need to know what the fuck's happening downstairs they don't even know need to know that exists unless it's an emergency so mind your business kids so within that i want it to be a very sex positive space as soon as you walk up in there all you see is just like sexual photos but between myself and my partner as well as paintings 
images and all of that throughout. I wanted to at least have two bedrooms, one for like watching movies together and enjoying our um, time together and just being sensual, um, good smells and all that. Then the other room would just be a space for just I guess that might be a bathroom, honestly. Uh, I never, I didn't really go deep into that. And then we have just this open play area, just space for us to enjoy each other and do a lot of things, have a swing up in there. I want there to be black velvet walls, just all the greatness. And just when you walk up in there, you feel sex, you see sex and you enjoy sex. And that's that's what I want for my my basement. And just to know that whenever we're in there, also soundproof because I don't need anybody else to know that it's there. We don't need people to know if we're hosting parties and me and my partner decide to sneak away because I don't know who the fuck is watching these people. I told them that the party was over at eight and these motherfuckers decided to stay a little bit later to play space because you know black people. So I'm going to be with my spouse, my partner, enjoying ourselves in our room until we decide, oh, we might need to go back out to make sure motherfuckers are still here because we know nobody locked that door. <laughs> they were just like, have you seen Vernon? I haven't. Have you been able to reach him? I don't know. I couldn't call him. Well, I guess we just leave. You know, everything would be okay. We good. We're downstairs fucking. Okay, y'all don't even know what's down there. And it also gives a space for if I if we want to invite other people down there, we can. We can enjoy that. And also a costume room. Because what we will definitely have down there are costumes. But yeah, that's my that's that's what I see in my forever home. I get the feeling that Vernon's forever home has to have a basement with more square footage than the actual than home. the actual house. Yeah, you know it. <laughs> <laughs> he definitely needs he definitely needs um a lot of those um those uh, East Coast homes mm. that are well. I mean, I'm from back east, but. Those East Coast homes where, like, the basement is a large square footage of, you know, the ups, you know, the rest of the house. So yeah, so that you can have multiple rooms, so you can have the the cuddle room as well as your actual, you know, your love making fucking room and a bathroom, of course, because y'all just got dirty, so you need to get a little clean after all of that, sir. Didn't they have an episode on sex room where they did that in a basement and they just made like two doors or something? Okay. Was that the cop or something? I think. Yep. I think so. Yeah. I think you're right. But yeah, I, I, I do like the idea of multiple rooms because the thought of like starting in one space, having fun, getting getting going, and then leading your partner sensually to the next space for a different for some different play, and leading them to another space for some different play. It's almost like it's almost like a choose your own adventure type of thing. Oh God, yes. Yeah, choose your own adventure. I like that. <sighs> See, that's another way to communicate with your partner about what y'all about to do. Oh, my God. <laughs> Me and my role play mind, I'm thinking of leaving cue, uh, clues with my partner, let them know, hey, this is what's going down. And I need you to solve all of this. And at the end of it, you know I'm going to be naked in somebody's bedroom. <laughs> like, <laughs> it may not be our bedroom, but it'll be somebody's bedroom. It'll be somebody's. It'll be, it'll be a bedroom. Right. <laughs> like, where is about to go down? I need you to solve this mystery. <laughs> and discover and, me, bitch. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> I, I think it's funny because unlike you two, I don't want the soundproofing because one, yeah. I don't, I don't tend to ever have kids. But also, if I'm gonna have a party, most likely the party's gonna be in that room anyways. Mm. 
there. There. <laughs> I don't mind hiding it in case, like you know, the in-laws come over and we don't want them to see it. Mm-hmm. But we're also not going to sneak away if that if that's the case. It really is. When I tell you, I've been uh, contemplating how I can make sure I can afford this. What's um, what country I need to be in to build this the way that I want it to be built? Oh, I've been thinking for some time since I seen that show. I was like, "Bitch, I know I can't be in the U.S. because shit is expensive here." So let me go ahead and find some other place, <laughs> and we're going to build this and make this into my reality because what I do know, I don't care what I'm doing. I'm going to be satisfied every time I come home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the sanctuary. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Like I, I really do. Like even today, like that black velvet thing was something that I thought about today. Mm. Mm. And actually, I think who was it? And oh. the sensory purpose, and that is perfect. Mm-hmm. 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 Anything else that y'all want in your 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 sex rooms? A partner. <laughs> that part right there. That part right. Yeah, or two. Right or two. Right. Or four. Uh, I'm not picky. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, I see why I cannot be single right now because all I want to do is just be like, hey, just send that message. Be like, you want to do something? What's up? How are you feeling? <sighs> He says that. Yeah, he says that, but we know Vernon's getting on grinder right after this. I may. Right. And right. or Vernon logged in a little bit earlier just to figure out what the fish are, which yeah. fish are biting. I'm not gonna mm-hmm. say I've done that, but I'm not gonna say I didn't do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just to be real. <laughs> I mean, I'm you know, I know that I am known for bringing up old shit, but um didn't we do the same thing during the live as well? You know what happened? You and Taylor. See, you and Taylor Port get into a lot of trouble, but I feel like you and any drink could get into trouble. I just felt like Taylor Port is the more influential. Oh, no. If I if I had Taylor Port right now, I would have already been, like, actually indulged in conversations while we're on this call, while maintaining this, the conversations and letting you know I'm setting some shit up. Mm-hmm. Right. But, but now... Which is what happened during the live, yeah? No, because I did not have. Let me think about. It. I did not have sex uh, at mm-hmm. night. I had to make sure I did not have sex at night. I went to sleep. Was I did it go the to sleep. next day? Just the next day, I did have sex. Just because you didn't it, have sex, doesn't mean you didn't try. That it was the whole point of Wesley. Why are you attacking? Why are you attacking Wesley? So you feel seen right he's now? never gonna have us. He's never gonna have us on <laughs> another episode. <laughs> not at all. Like, oh my god. <laughs> 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 How dare they? I feel First very of all, we enhance your life. How dare you? Right, we enhance you your life, you sir. Brendan has never been more seen than he is right now. <laughs> I feel very red. <laughs> this is inappropriate. Oh my god. Like yesterday was free so titty, free titty Fridays and whatnot. And it's technically it's a, it's a free titty weekend. So if you're not okay, look, we're bringing it back. If you are here in these streets, okay. And your titties are not out. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> I need to know. Are you trying to be seen or are you trying to be sought? I, I just mm-hmm. need to know. 
I know that's the same thing. Shut up, y'all. Don't leave me alone. Leave me alone. The liquor's a little bit. Shut up. Okay, we're here. This is why this is why you feel attacked and seen right now. This is why you feel red. You do it to yourself, sir. You just leave a wide open space for us to do this. But are you celebrating free titty weekends? I mean, first of all, I didn't know there was a weekend. I thought it was only it's on every weekend. Tuesdays. Oh no, it's every I weekend. It was only on I just thought it was every I mean, night. well, Oh, see, there you go. See how, how, yeah. I didn't know, but now that I do know, yeah, I'm, I'm probably going to indulge. Yeah, you got to indulge. We'll Look, the titties we'll be out. Free them. They be tittying, for real. They do. They like, let's talk about your girls right quick. If, if Are you okay with <laughs> talking to, uh, talk about your girls right quick? You, go ahead. We already brought them out. Go ahead. The girls are girling today. They said, bitch, did you not see me? Did you not see I can't up in this motherfucker? I am perky. I am pressed. I'm I am say, looking I'm delicious. Say it's also the camera angle, the right bra. That's really, that's all it was today. Well, you know damn well, regardless of what the bra is looking like, those bitches going to be like, bitch, I am here and you see me. I mean, so- sometimes, sometimes. Because when you get to a certain size, they do what they want. Honestly, but they're still they glorious. They, they are glorious. Thank you very much. Appreciate they're just it. like, did you not know? Like, y'all need to look at Nicole's photos on Instagram. <laughs> she be knowing what she's doing. She be knowing the girls forever out, not. and I love to see them. I'm just like, okay, Cleavage. Cleavage. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still mad that our that our live the first like I remember the first outfit that I had on. Mm-hmm. Listen, Facebook was hating heavy. Barely let me be online for two minutes, and they're like, "Oh, boop, nudity, bitch." Where there was no there was no nudity at all. They were just sitting properly, and I just just what I had on was perfect. And I had to put on something different because it was like a sheer black shirt and all this other shit, but. I had to put on something different. They were still doing what they were supposed to, but they were yeah, like the I, first, I hate the first outfit was amazing. I truly hate people. Well, the second was still gorgeous. I still hate Thank that you. people did not get the opportunity to see the girls that night because the titties were beyond titting. They said we got a I doctorate degree in this bitch know. on titty. <laughs> if you don't know, I am certified in titting. And how dare you act as though you don't know my motherfucking worth, bitch? Because I am here. Right, we were proud and we were perfect, and I was just like, Facebook was. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna post those pictures on on the on the business page because I did take pictures before I had to change. Like before I had to change, I was like, first of all, we look too good today. So the makeup was doing what it needed to do, the hair, everything. So I took the the before pictures and then the after outfit picture. So yeah, maybe I mean melting on the Instagrams. Oh my god. Just look at it. You know I'm going to comment with the drool face and then the... Uh, <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my God. I, I'm hot already. Jesus. Ooh, they might they might flag it for you. <laughs> uh, yeah. They then better I'm going to have to them and put it on... I'm putting it on threads. Now that threads Ooh, is a yes. thing, I'm going to put it on threads. And be like, so what y'all think of this picture? They better not cite that as nudity. Most definitely from what I have on my IG. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, I'm full on naked. You might not know it because of the water, but I'm nude up in that motherfucker. Mm-hmm. The boudoir photos, baby. Mm-hmm. Chile. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and somebody, well, while we're on the topic of those boudoirs, somebody actually tried to like um, shame me for that. And I laughed at them. I was like, Bitch, 
are, are you coming here with your insecurities and trying to tell me that I should feel bad about me having my entire body online and feeling sexy? Let's talk about you right quick. Why you feel threatened? And that's the real tea. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> hilarious oh, anyways yeah that little drink is starting to hit thank you whatever this moonshine mango right is you did a good job you're not Taylor because Taylor would have had me completely ratchet and we know we're not mm -hmm. doing that today we're not you but that live or, or, uh, or a um or a session with uh, with Wesley with you on the Taylor because yeah that's I, I'm so open to doing it, it. I, I am open to doing that Wesley are you open to having experience with Vernon live on like the Taylor port so I don't usually get drunk and it's not because I don't like to drink it's because I like to be the sober one in the room watching the drunks oh I, that so, works for me. Yeah, because I get so much entertainment out of watching drunk people be, dr be drunk people. So I would be on this 100%. Oh, I'm down. Nicole, are you going to be You're drinking gonna, this night? You're going to enjoy it. Oh, I'll drink. It takes a lot for me to to get to that level, but I'm still going to, I might still enjoy something. Because you I want to see, I want to see Wesley's enjoyment more than anything. <laughs> you know, the crazy thing, I can drink a lot of liquor right mm -hmm. i think because of my family and their lineage with the the liquor i can have i have a very high tolerance for that but for some weird reason taylor porter's like bitch i'm going to knock down your motherfucking door and i'm here and sis just messes everything up her like i mix taylor port with some because taylor is bitter as hell to me like mm -hmm. it's a little bit of sweet taste to it so i always mix in some stella roses to make her a little bit sweet and a little bit of juice but when i'm on that shit oh my god <laughs> at the you know. definitely turn into a Netflix person i know for me too like my lineage first of all i mean for those of y'all that don't know my family's from the caribbean so we straight up pirates out here like all we do is drink rum so it takes a lot for me and well many people in my family mm -hmm to to really be inebriated in that way mm. you know now that i think about it episode 10 because that's going to be one of the last ones that we actually record for this i'm going to be on the taylor port during that episode by the way so anybody <laughs> who's trying to figure out what the fuck is going on of course the live that we um are more than likely going to do is going to come out well before um like november gets here but yeah um you will you will get it if you miss the lives you'll get the taylor port burn that night because i i plan on being gone because i think that's the last episode actually it's not but that that will actually be the last episode i'm doing in this apartment so bitch oh i'm gonna turn up that mm -hmm. night that drunken puke everywhere Right? Might as well. <laughs> I paid the rent. <laughs> you're not going to have to pay that cleaning fee? Huh? I said, you're not going to have to pay that cleaning fee because when I leave apartments, I want all of my money. Look, no, because they're keeping the deposit. So they said that shit was not oh. defundable. So, bitch, you got the money, you're going to clean. Mm, there you, you go. You want the money? You also get the puke. You get the. Let me stop. I'm not going to puke in this apartment, people. I hope not. If it, if it happens, it's not on purpose. 
Oh god. All right. Maybe, we... maybe a little poof though when he when he has that butt plug ball. <laughs> <laughs> What's that little I'm the attacks today, Lord. Oh my God! That is hilarious. And for those who didn't get that get that reference, you got to go back to the whole back episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! I love this. I love us. I love you all. Okay. Before I do my closing message, do y'all have any last words that you would like to share with the audience? No, not really. I mean, if you're going to make a sex room, or maybe not even a sex room, just make sure that your home, whether it's just one room or the entire thing, is a safe place where you can feel like your, well, 100% authentic self, of course, but also your sexy, sensual self with your partner Mm. and with yourself as well. Yeah, I, I agree. You don't need a sex room to have fun. You, it's It enhances, but it's you know, it's it's about the experience. It's about the, the interaction. It's about the intimacy, whether whether you do it in a sex room or <laughs> anywhere else. It's, it can be just as good. Mm. Amen. Well, while the listeners are contemplating on if, whether or not Vernon needs to go to A or not because of this <laughs> conversation, <laughs> until after I see you drunk. <laughs> Right. Exactly. <laughs> oh God, let me stop. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. All right. <laughs> I, do it. I don't know why, but if you do need AA, definitely do that. Use those services. Uh, I need to talk to my therapist now. Mm. <laughs> All right, we good. We're good for real. All right, so. Thank you both for coming on to the podcast to discuss these wonderful things that we talked about today. I know I need to really start to like shop around so I can build this sex room in this next apartment I'm going to be in for the year. And hopefully I have my next step to my forever home within the next eight months. Mm-hmm. We shall see how that goes. But... Hey. Again, thank you all so much. I really do appreciate you. To the listeners out there, thank you all so much for listening to the Holiloquy podcast and celebrating November with me and uh, well, with us. And just in case no one else told you this today, you are beautiful. You are worthy of happiness and joy. You are enough and then some. You may not live up to the expectation of others, but that is okay. You are only required to walk in your own shoes. May each day you live lead you towards abundance with that said love you all and see you next episode bye thank you for listening to the holiloquy podcast where we step out and speak on sexuality you can subscribe to the podcast through your favorite podcasting app and find us on the web at www.holiloquy.com that's www.h-e-a-u-x-l-i-l-o-q-u-y.com Share the podcast with your friends and join the conversation. 